Let's go. Uh. Got Jay in the hip building. You, you go. Let's start on. <laughs> Do your intro on. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Annyeonghaseyo. This is Ang. Welcome back to another episode of In the Gray Podcast. How was everyone's New Year today? Oh, it was shit. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> From In the Gray Podcast. <laughs> It's your boy Jay, aka Kimchi Poppy. Where's my Where's my sound, Poppy? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Brand new, Brand new worldwide. We're, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a three hundred five. It's the worldwide. Um, Met you live from Mont's house. How y'all doing today? Hope y'all staying safe. This uh, This whole pandemic shit's getting out of hand. It's crazy outside. So yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year, guys. Hey, it's Susie. I'm here for another week. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Haru is here chewing on her little fish bone, so she may be heard. Welcome back to Integrate Podcast. This is your host, K Skyline, who reads the best out of all of us. I think Susie does. Susie does. Susie does. Yeah, me, I stop and go. (laughs) I don't read. So because I uh, sound like a fucking chopping board when I read... Mm. I'm going to have the person who has the best English out of all of us read this next request. So this comes from Sarah. So go ahead, Susie. Okay. Uh, I met this man on Bumble, went on a few dates and had explained to him, I'm not looking for love, just friendship. I'm new in town. Hello, Boston peeps. Originally from Florida. Since our first date, he introduced me to his group. That's when I met Kevin Nguyen. Not his real name, but I gave him that name because he kind of is like your typical Asian Kevin. I've been hanging out with him and his group, and sometimes he, Bumbleman, would meet up alone. It's been two years um, since being friends with this group, and since I met Kevin, I always had um, an eye on him. Not just looks, but his personality is great, and I just want to always be near him. So for the past two months, I've been asking Kevin to randomly do things and hang out. One night, Kevin made this remark about never dating his friend's exes. So I said, yeah, me too. And I would date, wouldn't date any of my ex's friends, too. Kevin then asked me how long ago my last ex was and how long of a relationship it was. So I said, four years ago in my freshman year of college in Florida, we dated for six months. That was my last relationship. Kevin then said, that's funny. Does Bumble know that? I looked at Kevin confused. No idea why, how Bumble had anything to do with it. And just said, Bumble doesn't know. He never asked me much or talked to me much. Kevin then stated, oh, you do know you're off limits, right? Us guys, we have a code if the other called dibs or has a crush. I was so mad, I tested up a little and just called an Uber to bring me home. Kevin did try to calm me down like the gentleman he is, but I was silent. Explain to me this guy's logic between Bumble and Kevin. Explain to me this bro code. I haven't seen or talked to Kevin since December. I want to collect my thoughts, but all I do is think about him. Okay, I think it said... She teared up a little, not she tested up a little. I just copied and pasted, so whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I read, yeah. so. <laughs> but, okay, first of all, I think you got the Kevin Nguyen thing wrong. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think, okay, what she meant by 
typical Asian Kevin. I think she's thinking about like the stereotype typical Asian, like who's into animes, who's into cars, like he geeks out and play video games and mm-hmm. play Valor true. and but no the, typical typical Asian type of like guys. Yeah, but she I mixed mean, it up with Kevin Nguyen, which is basically like a Kevin fuck Nguyen. boy. Yeah, yeah. she's like, thinking oh, what the, the hell? The is Kevin Nguyen I'm thinking about and I'm thinking about is fuckboy Kevin who who asks if you want like some like some Hennessy shots yeah. and go out and party. <laughs> you and always like come that. to the to the party uh, with with a Hennessy. Yeah, he'll show up to the <laughs> I was party thinking of like this bookworm type who always studies and shit. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know about that, Jay. I don't know many Kevin wins. Okay. <laughs> so I did clear. I did clarify that with her, and then she did said that like, "Oh, sorry, that's the Kevin I meant. The regular stereotypical Asian type." Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think we have a word for that. But, yet. but, but in this story, we're gonna call him Kevin, mm-hmm. right? And Bumble guy. We'll, we'll I, name him Bob. Bob. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll, we'll call him Bob. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe I was gonna Bobby. say Bobby, but it's just short for Bob. Yeah, Bob. Okay, so so just Bob, starts with a B. Yeah. So for so we'll we'll, we'll kind of summarize this. So two years ago, she came here from Florida. She met Bobby, Bob, and from there she she also she met Bobby and that group at the same time. So it looks like Bobby met her off of Bumble. He knew right away that um, that she's just looking up, looking for friends and whatnot. Mm. Two years ago, she befriended his group as well. They in that exact same time two years ago also met Kevin. Um, they stayed as friends. Mm-hmm. She always had an interest in Kevin, and recently, two months ago now, right? So it's been over a year and a few months. Two months ago, she started to take initiative and try to, to like start things off. You know, just. Like maybe test out the whole dating thing and and explore her feelings for Kevin, and that's when she finds out that like basically Kevin um is is kind of like on this like he's not like kind of reciprocating because Bobby has feelings for um Sarah. Mm-hmm. How however, um it, yeah, so that's what's holding Kevin back. Um, and Sarah's a bit confused on this bro code. Sarah also discovered during that conversation in December from the date. That that's when she found out that Bobby had feelings for her, you know she she wasn't aware. Ah, okay. Um, wow. Yeah, so she wasn't aware. So that's what I expected. Yeah, so she just found out recently, and even if even if so, the the whole I think what was pissing her off is is that like there's like a dibs or like she's being kind of like you know backed off from that group of friends because Bobby has dibs on her. Yeah. Basically, um, guy code is if if one of your boy is interested in a girl, and like out of respect for your boy, you you don't hit on that girl. Mm-hmm. Back off. Yeah, you still be friends and everything, but you try to like not be flirty, and like mm-hmm. you kind of hold yourself back, so that way your boy can be like get with the girl. Because because basically it's just to support your friend. That's basically mm-hmm. one of the bro code. Um, yeah, it, it's not really like all oh, like calling dibs where it makes it sound like Bobby owned you or anything like that. It, it's just more like everyone knows that like they they out of respect for Bobby, they they can't do anything to you. Yeah, and, and with Bobby is like even even if you told him um, that you just want to be friends with him, but I, I guess he developed feelings and that that's that's where this whole situation is coming from because. Kevin can't do anything because Bobby's interested in you, unless but, Bobby. But for two is, years though, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting. Like simp, 
Yeah. But, but for two years, if your your friend had a crush on this girl for two years, you had two years to tell Sarah how you feel. Yeah, that's or, or to time. get the ball rolling, really. Because mm-hmm. even if she said that, like, I'm not really looking for a relationship or anything like that, right? It seemed, and Sarah just discovered it December, right? So a month ago. So Sarah just discovered it a month ago. So that means that for two years, he, he never said anything. Yeah. So technically, I mean, like in, in a group of friends, right? If, if you announced that you had a crush on somebody, I agree with you guys that, yeah, it's, it's a bit of um, like you kind of give each other kind of like some space, some respect to let the guy go and shoot his shot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we, well, at least the guys who do have respect, they won't really go after the girl either once they know that the other guy is either shooting his shot or that he's like, you know, um, another friend's interested in it. Mm. Guys who have respect. Because I've seen guys who don't have respect. You know, there's this person that we all know mm. where like one of one of us in this circle actually did have interest in a girl, right? Mm. And regardless if one of us did had it, he still shot his shot knowing willingly that one of us was interested in it. Shoot his shot. Yeah, shoot his shot. Yeah. And like, so some guys, it's not, I don't think it's much of a bro code really. I, I believe it's more of like the, it's kind of like how much respect that do they have for each other. But yeah, for cause, her- Because true bros will, will support you all the way. Yeah, that, I was going to say that. Like for her, it's like in our group, like we'll, we'll, we'll support each other. We back off and we'll let the other person kind of like shoot his yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. But this is a two year story. Mm-hmm. So it, within the two-year time, if you failed to have told her how you felt, then the girl's up for dibs. For yeah. I mean, she's so that's up a for long, grabs. That's a long time yeah. to be on so the menu. I, I right? don't, yeah, I don't think it's like so much so. Like I don't think Kevin and his group kind of like really respected the whole. I mean, yeah, they probably did respect it. They probably it. did, but they probably lost patience along the way. Yeah, like, like he, had, he had two years. Yeah. So like I mean, They were probably thinking, okay, nothing's going on between them. It's been two years. I'll just, I'll just go for it. Yeah, and Bobby is like fucking after two years, and he still doesn't like tell his his friends. Like, if he's telling his friends, like, "Oh yeah, I'm still trying," but like, you're getting nowhere. You know what I mean? On first base or any base. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like at that point, it's like just fucking tell your friends like it's fair game for everyone. Instead of just like you know fucking calling dibs, like, "No, she's mine," even though I can't have her. Like, no one can kind of bullshit and, and the one thing about the bro code is it's it's not written in stone unfortunately uh what every besides, group of guys has somewhat I, I slightly think, I, think yeah. more, I think it's more respect like I think yeah, yeah, like yeah. k like said there are some that have more respect than others me and on used to know this guy um we we would have a party every once in a while and this uh, our friends who who's not with us anymore he's uh he's not dead He's not that, but he's not part of our group. Yeah. He, uh, he was shoot a shot the first minute he met the girl, even though she came with, like, she was uh, dating one of our other friends. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of, the kind of, the kind of thing happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So the bro code, it's not, it's not, um, you know. It's not for everyone. It's not yeah. for, it's, it's an invisible group. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's an invisible Rule, yeah, a rule, yeah. It depends on how much does that group of friends have respect between each other, and how much do they really care about one another. That, like, you know, that, like, say for for me, for an example, 
um i'm gonna bring up i'm gonna dig up a, a bit of a past but like when when um when i was single um back then i i've always toned down my like my personality to to make sure that i always shines and then really? just like mm-hmm. yeah wow so i um i always like because you know how k k always goes like the moment k comes through a party everyone's like oh shit k's here right and he's always he always tends up to be like center of attention and the party gets more fun and stuff like that. Why are you laughing? I never. That's <laughs> because you, maybe if you show up next time on time. Right? Yeah, maybe like, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> I am kind of late. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, yeah. So, I, so, but like, I would tone it down to make sure, kind of acting like almost like a wingman or support, right? Mm-hmm. So, I would make sure I always like has chances with any newcomers that we will meet back then and and then kind of like let i hold the fishing pole and then he throws it out and he can see like the fish and stuff like that it takes but, a while for me to get started yeah a couple but, of shots down then 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 that's why that's why you're fishing man you'll leave <laughs> bait there right yeah but <laughs> but, but <laughs> gotta reel it in <laughs> but like with with that being said well when i keep it that way right it has like it has it provides I'm like a better chance and stuff like that. Yeah, but we do we do hang out like in a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. And there are other guys in in our group of people, and they also like might have the same interest in another girl, which does happen. Mm-hmm. And I've and I always pay attention to those type of guys because they're most likely going to be the one mm-hmm. who's not as loyal to you, or they're most likely very very selfish people and i've i've paid attention to every single guy who has interrupted Ang while he was out fishing Damn. And, and and i keep those i keep it in my mind mm-hmm. instead yeah man they cut my line i had to reline my yeah. fishing pole and it's i keep it in my mind and then i keep people like that away from me because mm-hmm. those people don't have respect that's true so to what sarah was saying i'm pretty sure his group of friends do have respect for they do have respect for one another and stuff like that. But however, I feel like within the two year span, I feel as if like if you want to pursue Kevin um, and you have deep feelings for Kevin, I say you just go after Kevin because mm-hmm. you're technically you're not owned. You're not a property. Yep. You're not owned by any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Like it, the fact that they call dibs on you, I, could, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from and why you felt angry because that was like almost saying like somebody owns you as a property. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's why so I said like, like an object. Yeah. So that's why she teared up yeah, because yeah. to her, it was like, are you kidding me? Like I'm not owned by anyone. Exactly. And, and like, like that's, 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 she didn't mention that, but I'm, I can feel it already just from her, her remark on the request. So for her, it's like, girl, fucking go do you girl. Just fucking do you yeah. just go, go after Kevin. And you know what? Bobby, because he had two years to act upon it, tells you already as a character you weren't compatible with him. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't feel shit there since the beginning, but you always felt something with Kevin because you said that Kevin always made you laugh. You like you love you love being around him and and stuff like that. And overall, like you were just ultimately happier to be with Kevin, and you you got the spark right. Then don't give a shit about what his group of friends is gonna even think because you don't belong to them. It, go after what your heart is saying. Your heart is saying go after Kevin and go after Kevin. Plus, and plus, like she already told Kevin that like she joined Bumble to meet friends. I don't think. Yeah, she like did. not to undermine undermine Bobby. She didn't. She didn't. So she only told Bobby that. 
that's that's how her, that's how her and Bobby met. Uh, so, yeah, but, I know. But, but, he, but, but then she, he met, told, she met the group. Yeah, at, at like a party. Yeah. So like, hey, this is my friend, you know, and they don't they didn't announce how they met each other. Uh, okay. like not yeah. not to undermine her story or anything, but she did say she was just looking for like friendship. Yeah. But two yeah. years ago though. Yeah. So so two years ago, you know, it's been a while. So she wants to. I get mean, a she first moved to Boston. She need. Yeah, she just wants to meet new people. I don't think she was like looking for like hookups and things like that. So and and that's when she met Bobby's group and they just hung out like just doing, you know, just friends shit, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's where she developed feelings for Kevin. So and now she has having a change of heart and she wants to pursue after Kevin. Because that's where her heart is guiding her. So I'm just saying she should go after She has every right to. Yeah, like. Are they still? They're not dating still, are they? Bumble Man and they never dated. They never dated. Oh, then see, that's, that's fucking see, cool. See the thing is, Bumble yeah. Man never even told how he felt towards Sarah. Yeah, well, his his loss. Yeah, Bob, Bobby. Two years, forget yeah, it, man. Fucking yeah. two years. Yeah, two years, and that's his loss. And then with, with that group too, um, Kevin and stuff like that. Like it's technically the girl is still up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You you shot your shot. And apparently Sarah is, isn't interested from what we can tell, mm-hmm. right? Oh, she never did grew interest in him. Maybe cool as a friend, like he's cool as a friend, but not like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, as a significant partner yeah, or sexually yeah. attracted to him in any type he of can't, form. He can't get mad either. Like, yeah, I know he, he's into her, but to her decision. Yeah. No, even as a, even, even as like um, the group of friends that are with the guys, like if you brought a girl into your group and then like that girl's, like end up falling in love with one of your friend or like your friend, you can't do anything about it. But like you know, back off and support your friend now. Mm-hmm. Now it's yeah. up to Billy Bob's turn to uh, to support Kevin. You know? And you, yeah. and Bob Bobby shouldn't be mad. Bumble shouldn't be mad either because dude, yeah, two years, yeah, two man. years, yeah, exactly. Like he, your friend Kevin gave you all the fucking space to do it, and you did so, it. So they're they're probably around like the, what mid twenties. Yeah, mid twenties. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. it's like dude, right. fucking. Here's, Here's what you, you should do. be growing up about this yeah. by now. Here, here's yeah. what you do, right? Next time you see Bob, right? All you got to do is say the magic words. You're like a brother to me. Bros on him. Bros on him. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it straight up. You don't even need to make a sentence. Just say it. First thing you see, you're like a brother to me. Hi, how you doing? Hey, bro. <laughs> there you go. Hey, bro. Yeah, there you go. Just say that. Like, That's yo, all you got to do. Like, so, yo, what yeah, up, bro? You want to say anything? Uh, what you think about Sarah and stuff like that? What would you think she should do? I agree with you guys. I think that, um, yeah, two years for Bob not to say anything, only to just recently say something last month. That's it. Uh, way he too long. He didn't even say it. Kevin oh, blew really? up his spot. Oh, uh, yeah. Kevin yeah, blew up true. his spot. Yeah. Um, so he ne- he actually never really confessed. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin confessed. confessed for him. Well, I think, yeah, I think Kevin. That's sad. In my mind, think, I'm like, what's Bob waiting yeah. for? What's going on here? Yeah. I mean, Kevin, dur- it was during that conversation on their little date that they had. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, yeah. Like, well, it was, she calls it a date, Ooh, but to, to them, it was probably just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Maybe not everyone in the group like realizes that you and Bob met on Bumble and you made it clear to him that it was just friends. But like if two years have passed by now, like, man, <laughs> I say just, just, you just know, go for the guy that you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I say like, just reach out to Kevin again and then, you know, explain to him that like how you met Bobby through, through um Bumble. And that is like, it was just strictly like, as friends and like we never had any interest but he grew feelings for you basically and you you never had any feelings for him so it's like and plus it's been two years you know i i say like have that talk with with kevin 
And I, I say like bring it up with Bobby too and tell him like like I'm not interested in you, just so he could know again. Because because like he's like pursuing in the shadow. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not doing anything. And it's like what are you, what are you supposed to do? Like you you can't like um it's it's the, it's the stupidest excuse if you think about it. It's like mm. oh I can't date you because my friend has feelings for you. Two years. But like, I mean, in a sense, mm-hmm. it does make sense. Yeah. I can't date you because my friends have a feeling for you. It makes sense. However, two years? Have yeah, they been yeah. dating? Yeah, two years? Have they been dating? It's the two no. years thing. No, no one's, no one's been dating then, anything. They've just been yeah. friends. Yeah, then what the fuck? Yeah, and it's like, it's been two years and, and you had the chance to act upon it. Because I was going to say, like, imagine coming up, going up to your friends like, yeah, we've been dating for two years. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, it's to me, I just think it's stupid. It's like, I wouldn't like, to me, it's like, if I was getting to know a girl and I found out my friend was like, had a crush on her. Oh, here's the best example. At the time when we, for my birthday, when we went to Sojiba and after that, we bar hopped across the street to um, the the other bar. Oh, shit, it's going to bring her up. <laughs> oh boy, right, so we, and then, then there, there was these two Korean girls, and like I, I was interested in one of them, so I walked up to one of them and like introduced myself. Um, then I never got, I never got a chance after that because fucking birthday boy. Actually, no, it wasn't my birthday that day. It was my one of our friends' birthday that we cut off. Um, he creeped them out, and I was just like, "All right, oh, that, that ruined I my chance." So, so, so I was just like, "Okay, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm not gonna be like a creep and like push it and make them feel like creeped out even more because this fucker just creeped them out." <laughs> <laughs> so I backed off, and then like you know, like later on, like I I told Kay and like I told my friend Sean at the time because he was there with me. Um, I was like, "Oh yeah, like I I, I tried I tried um, talk to her and get to know her, but but like fucking uh, our friend was like." Fucked up my chance, <laughs> and then later on, like Kay noticed, like uh, she they, there there was another guy that was in our group that we didn't know. Um, he was like trying to get them to drink to get drunk, and then so that like that's his approach to like um, hitting on girls. So Kay saw that, and then like he he came in and he's like, no, I'll take that shot, and and stuff like that. And then you know, next you know, he approached her, and then they ended up like talking and meeting each other for a while, hmm. but. That that's like a good example right there. It's like I I had my shot, I and then I'm like okay like now if like any of my friend wants to try go ahead. <sighs> that Korean girl, <laughs> <laughs> I was so drunk out of my mind too. I was like I was drunk and then I was just talking to her and then once I started noticing that like she was being drawn to me, like oh my gosh that was <laughs> is that the one where she wouldn't let you go and she kept talking your ass off she kept me in like a little circle yeah, and she completely yeah. forgot that her friend was drunk she was like very yeah, giddy she was like, like oh she God, was like, like kind of drawn yeah she was drawn like what the hell this Christ. yeah she she was uh, that was a yeah. red flag and a half right there no like no, it, it was not it was, was me I, I she's she was great like i actually enjoyed talking to her and stuff we actually went out on a few dates after that and then that's that's the story for another time but yeah. but um but yeah she uh if that was me in that situation i'm just saying that like if th- that's actually a really bad scenario it is a bad, bad scenario yeah and I, don't <laughs> like, I didn't know you guys had interest in her <laughs> so but like but i'm saying that like okay and, and no i and told th- you Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I okay. told you about it. Really about drunk. shooting was, the shot. Yeah, he shot his shot. Didn't work. But yeah. uh, but that's 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 too instant. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was all there. It was all instant. Yeah. Um, but in this case, 
uh, where the guy did had feelings for a while. If if I was in the group of friends and it's like, dude, yeah, like this long of a time to yeah, get to but know the girl. Th- that's what I'm saying though. It's like if he tried already and it's been two years, he needs to learn how to fucking give up and like just you know stop calling dibs on her. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. It's more like the way I look at it is like, dude, your dibs are gone. She's not interested in you. Exactly. But without her even saying it. You know what I mean? It's like you had your chance, and I mean, plus everyone probably fucking could see it. I yeah. <laughs> well, from from what Sarah told me is that his friends have tried too, not just him, not yeah. just Bobby. Yeah. And Kevin was one that actually like never really tried, but he more like just hang out anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So even even his friends had already like given Bobby all that time. Yeah. So, um, I don't see anything Does holding anyone you back. tell him like, dude, hurry up. <laughs> No, I more like so. it's like, more like, just so like Sarah, like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, hang, yeah, Sarah just, hangs out in that group, right? Just, just, and then even Bobby's friend, other than Kevin, has tried to hit on Sarah, and Sarah has told their friends too that like, no, I'm not interested, I'm not interested, right? And they still stayed as friends, but now Kevin come, no, Kevin, well, Kevin's been there, and she just always had a thing for Kevin, mm-hmm. and now she wants to pursue it because she feels like, oh, okay, but then. You know, this is the wall she's meeting. Whereas, yeah. like, Kevin doesn't. She to her is like Kevin doesn't want to because two years ago Bobby had a crush on you, and that's and the best even excuse now. for Kevin, though. That's why, like, I for can, me, I it's like it. I can see it. You know, like if if Kevin hears this and she sends this to Kevin, as like I would say to you is like, no, dude, honestly, Bobby had his chance. Yeah, she's not interested in him. You're not. You know, it's 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 not like his loss or whatever, but you can't. You you did your best to respect everything. You cannot like ignore this girl just because like and no matter how close you are to Bobby, you can't just like like you know what I mean like reject this girl's feeling just just because of your friend. Do I can we, understand if you're not interested in Sarah. Yeah, do we know if then he's just interested? Tell her. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah, then just tell her. But but as far as Sarah goes, it's like look, you're you're not owned by anyone you're not a property that belongs to anyone so yeah fuck it just go go after kevin who cares about what that group thinks honestly yeah. just go after your heart and as far as bobby go you lost kid you had your chance mm-hmm. that's that's what i want to say I, that's 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 all i want to say you guys want to add anything that's else? about it so this comes from greg i know you <laughs> i know y'all be <laughs> i know y'all be having female guests and friends I don't have any females in my life, not even family members other than my mom. My question is, what are some good openers or a good way for me to slide into like someone's DM or text messages or approach? Or y'all can tell me uh, what not to say and what not to do. I just need some pointers because I don't have any females in my life present. Or just at least tell me like, what should I keep in mind when I am approaching? Thanks for the advice. Okay, so I was like, I come from a family with just me and my younger brother. We, Other than my mom, I don't have females in my life growing up either. But, you know, like, just be yourself. Like, treat treat these girls as if, like, you're just going up to a one of your guy friends. But just don't go, like... Hey, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, like, don't, 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 hey, don't up, bro. <laughs> like, you know, like when, when you meet, like, just think of her as a guy. Like, let's say you, you're, you're, um, let's say you, you're going in school, right? Your first day of school, you meet new people. And then you, you, if you get along more with the guys and you're like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Like, my name is this, that, right? 
And you basically do that with the girls too. You don't go like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> and like, there's don't be creepy about you it. Could. <laughs> I mean, you could, but that's just like the creepier way about it. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I like how me and Jay made eye contact for like 10 <laughs> like, seconds. I was like, mm. what you got, kid? <laughs> All right, so some of y'all may have heard about this great man, this great big burly man. <laughs> oh, God. With a um, great big beard, right? A lot of tattoos. Really cool guy, long hair. His name is Jason Momoa, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Jason Momoa is someone who is full of character. He's very energetic, very easygoing, uh, just just very lovable in general, full of energy. Now, you have to present yourself to those people that you want to grab their attention to. And what better way than present yourself as being someone like Jason Momoa? Isn't that right, Kay? Go on. What he's what? trying to say is talk to fish. Yes, just talk to fish. Actually, <laughs> no. don't do that. That's don't not, do that. that's that's not gonna that's get a girl. Lucy's jumping in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg out. Whoa, wingman Greg. What's some good? What's some good openers? Or Honestly, some just that, like- just just be charismatic. Be yourself. I would say. Yeah, I can. I would agree with that. But I know that sometimes that's easier said than done. Yeah, for guys, you know. Girls too, like, you know, when we're talking to people and dating, everyone's like, just be yourself. And it's like, but I, I want him to like me. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like that. Yeah. So it goes both ways. But then it's like that. So if you're using social media to meet new people and like you want to strike a conversation. Um, want to get boba? No. <laughs> yeah. The boba strategy. <laughs> Like, let, let's say for these I'm dating. just laughing because I always ask girls that as a joke. But then next thing you know, I got asked to go get boba. You're like, <laughs> I was like, wait, It's what? to the point where it's like, <laughs> I think he likes boba. He likes boba. <laughs> yeah, like, let's, let's say you're using these dating apps or, like, social media, like Instagram, right? Where you are following these girls and they follow you back. Or you guys match. And then on their bio or description, they kind of give you like a hint of what to talk about, what to bring up as your first um, convo. Um, you know, and like for Instagram, you could like see their story and then whatever they show and that interests you or whatever, strike up a conversation. It's like, oh, like, like how, how was that place? Like I've always wanted to try to go there, you know, and then let them talk about it. And um, like for, 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 um, for me, it's like, when I was on the dating apps, I mostly pay attention to their their information and what they put on their, their likes and dislikes or like where they've been or travel or whatever. And then I try to think up like, okay, like this, this is interesting to me. And then like, I'll ask them about it. So lurk, lurk in their profile. Yeah, a little creepy. A peeping Tom. <laughs> it's one of those strategies where you get to know them without getting to know them. It, it sounds creepy, but yeah. Sounds social, social. I mean, that's what online sounds. is. So. Yeah, that's what social media is. Yeah. But like on said, if you if you do know some of their um, their hobbies, it, it kind of helps because it gives you something to talk about. But yeah, Greg, good luck. Okay, but yeah, that that's my pointer for you for openers. Think about how would you want to be approached. That's it. Yeah. 
Remember, just like Pitbull said, you know, he, he's been there, done that. But every day above ground is a good day. Remember that. <laughs> Dale. Dale. <laughs> So this comes from Kayla. What are some features you personally find sexually appealing on a female or for um, Susie would be a male? Um, for an example, like feet, um, eyes, boobs, ass, long legs. You, you personally, you personally. Oh, I do like sexually long legs. Appealing. Sexually, I should though, do like sexually. long legs. Sir. Long legs is sexy. Um, yeah. Her. Let's start off with Susie. Okay, well, definitely not feet. That's really questionable that you threw that in as an example. But she, no, it was, Dan, it was a Kayla. Patri- <laughs> Kayla threw Dan it has in. a Patreon full of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me... It has to be ancient Chinese robes. No, definitely not. <laughs> like monk robes? Ch- Chinese helicopters. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Does China make helicopters? Fucking hot. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Susie. Inside ahead. joke. Inside joke. <laughs> Don't explain it to me then. It's on the. Le- the you were here the last episode. time yeah. for it. I know. Chinese helicopter. <laughs> it's not. I'm telling the listener. I'm curious. It's, now. <laughs> it's, it's on the next episode. Uh, I mean, the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, it would be eyes and tattoos. Fuck! She just took like my well, <laughs> not the tattoo, but the eyes. I don't know why she tra- if she chose me then. I got none. How the fuck well, does I got a tattoo I'm just curious. Now, how the fuck does an eye turn you on? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm fucking hard. <laughs> like, like, what? What? What, what? what does a guy have to do to turn you on with his eyes? How does that turn you on? Sexually. The yeah, keyword was sexually. Eyes. Oh, shit. You have some secret eye movement no. that like, turns her on? on? Open them wider. <laughs> okay. All right, Susie. Okay, good. You're, you're, all right. Fine. Good. Okay. Maybe it's I mean, usually it's hard, when I'm sleeping that she's but like a for a female will only be penis, I would think, right? But like I don't know. I mean, actually, no, that's not true. Some girls actually get turned on by a guy's booty. That is true. Some, some girls actually are attracted. Yeah, to that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Why are you saying that shit is true? What are you attracted to that too? What happened no, to eyes? But, huh? I, but you lost I know. Eye contact? I know. <laughs> I know of friends who are who are attracted to guys' booties. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I we lack in that department. No, I mean, not we, but I. But I, yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's a we thing. Okay. All right. I'm uh, OJ. All right. You guys. Go on. Go ahead. Nah, seriously, um, like, long leg is one, and then, like, for me, uh, a nice or cute smile, and something about, like, kind of like a somewhat thick eyebrows, but, you know, I end up with a girl with... Damn, no she, he likes Latinas. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just confused. Are you guys, it says sexually, sexually. Yeah. How are <laughs> all these features uh, uh, turning you on? Smile, I was like, on. what? Kind of sus. Okay, sexually, sexually. The long yeah, legs. Jay, no, we're going to skip eyeing. We're like, I'm long, long long legs. Legs. got to retry, got to retry. Long legs, big boots, big butts. Okay. Damn. Dally. Jay? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm probably the same. We're of the lower half part of the body. It's like legs and butt. Legs and butt? Yeah. Because, huh. yeah, never mind. It's sexual. <laughs> yeah. For me, let's see. Um, I like girls with pink nipples for some bizarre reason. Nice. That that I don't, know, I don't know why, right? Like, it's, it's just that, like. I How would you know at first, though? I don't no, know. I'm, I'm just know. saying that, like, when I sleep with them and I find out, like, oh, she has pink nipples, uh-huh. right? I, there actually is a way to tell. So if you look at the girl's lips 
right? Their their lip color, and you can somewhat kind of match it to their nipple color. Your nipple color does not match your lip. Uh, I'm coming. You no, know, not mind you, idiot. Not mind you, idiot. <laughs> it's the same human body. No, right. because a girl with really pink lips, really, really pink lips, not as red, uh-huh. she has the same nipple color. I would show you an example, but I would have to show you my. I would have to show you my. Hispanics out there with pink ass lips and the darkest nipples. You're yeah, I know, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm well, talking well, like, anyways, I'm talking like me. Snickers for me, bar nipple. Anyways, for me, right? Like you're I giving saying, me false I like, hope. I like, uh, I like, um, I like pink nipples. I don't know why I do. You like ghost nipples, so, so I think that's actually attractive <laughs> to me. I don't know. That's just me. I like pale skin too, so or fair skin. Fair skin, I do like. And then I like girls with uh, kind of like a flatter tummy. That's another one. Or like a good a good curve, like kind of like an hourglass curve, right? For some bizarre reason, I think that's hot. I don't know. That's just me. Physically, I'm just naming all the physical traits. Like, just just like that. Attractive-wise, like... Small ways. Mega yeah, like, I like Mega fox. Like small he ways. likes to suck Mega the fox. nips. Mega fox. Yeah. Mega fox. <laughs> Make Mega it, Fox, I'm still single, so you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to leave Machine Gun Kelly? Just let me know, you know. So oh whatever Lord. fucking guy that you with by the time this shit airs, but like, yeah. Pete Davidson, I don't know how you're getting all these girls, but Jesus, Jiminy Crickets, man, holy big dick. Fuck. That's it. Big L- dick. Lots that's of dick, it. Lots of dick pics. Yeah, that's the that's the only one I could think of. Mm. It's just a pink nipples. I like that one for some bizarre reason. If I see a girl, right, you heard it here, girls. <laughs> he got pink. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, can't even yeah, finish that I sentence. Can't, I can't be attracted to I fucking eyes that or whatever. Man. I don't know what yeah. about a girl. I, get, I can't get, stare at a girl. If y'all eyes don't have pink nipples. What, get uh, the what, pink. what if she's giving you a blowjob and then she's looking at you? That's her mouth doing the action. It's not like a <laughs> no. Eyes. Her eyes just gazing at you. Unless she got lazy eye, then yeah, that ain't sexy. <laughs> Drifts the other way. Drifts the other way. Yeah, it's like, like, girl, 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 yeah, that, that ain't yeah. sexy, but it's like Just if she got that gaze where I was like. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I guess for you, but for me, it's like I can't stare at like a girl with no with no physical contact, right? I can't stare at a girl and then just be turned on just by her eyes. Like I wouldn't get hard. I could stare at a girl's fucking pink nipples and then look at it and I'll be like, "Yep, I'll that'll do." <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I got. Oh, I'm, girl, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the oh. question. Like I'm attacking the question that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you know, like uh, for Kayla, what she was saying about feet, you know, maybe some guys be staring at a girl's feet and they get hard. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, I mean, there are guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know. I think the eyes thing, it was kind of weird. No right. offense, Susie. I just think it's weird. I don't know how to If, you, if you don't have pink nipples, eyes. you can get pink pasties. Nah, we were mistaken for like attraction instead yeah, of sorry. sexually. Oh, why so. do you, do you want to take it back? I already know no. what your answer is. Not that you just said it was booty, but no. <laughs> her friends, booty. her friends. Oh, her friends. Oh, sorry. Do you have a different answer now? No, no, I'm not giving another answer. <laughs> oh, okay. I do you. You already, like, already edited his. Long, long legs. legs. Right? Yeah. yeah. Jane was the lower half, the lower half. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next one. Jay likes some Brazilian booty. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so we got a question from Jay. Jay, what's up? What's going on, man? What's your question? Oh, you know. So, I have a uh, my older brother. He was in a relationship for six to seven years, 
And um, he's he's actually been dealing with his girlfriend, well, his ex now. Um, her, she she had mental illnesses, and she didn't show any signs until like a couple of years into the relationship. Um, mm. And it's it's not just my brother. There's a whole bunch of people out there in the world are going through the same thing where um, their significant partners would just have a, an anxiety attack out of nowhere. Uh, for no reason, and they will lash out at their partners, you know, and just yell at them and throw stuff at them for no reason, um, to the point where um, they they would just get mad. They would start arguments because of you know their their mm-hmm. outbreaks and all that stuff. There, uh, yeah. So, um, long story short, he ended their relationship due to her mental illness. Okay, and uh, it was it was a really after bad after six years, right? Yeah. Okay. It was it was, it sucked because they were actually happy with each other. It's just that she would constantly call and message him at like three or four in the morning, and she would just be crying on the phone for no reason. Okay. And then he would just calm her down, like, "Come on, like you know, deep breaths, calm down, blah blah." blah. And it would happen so often to the point where he just got annoyed by her. Mm. Like he would dread seeing his his, his phone ring when with her name on it. I see. Yeah, um, I think he was at the point. So, where so he the was question is, would, was at the will, we, will we stay with someone who's like that, well, mentally unstable or mentally diagnosed? Yeah, because when I when I think about it, I'm like, wow, six seven years is a long time for a relationship. I really thought they were gonna like, you know, get you know, married, get married, because and because no. they went everywhere, they traveled the world, they went through uh, so many marathons, they got so many trophies together did so many things together and they were very happy even when they were at the house visiting like they they were a lovey-dovey couple but behind closed doors that all that was happening and we didn't even know about it until uh until near the breakup usually families like that they yeah don't, they like don't wanna, yeah, out of out, i was shocked like after five six years he told me about it and he's like jay I'm, I'm i might i might break up with her um, and I was like, wait, what? Why? And he's like, like she keeps calling me crying and, you know, lashing out. Well, the good and, uh, thing is. And the only way to, well, sorry to interrupt. But um, the only way to calm her down or, like, you know, stop thinking about all this was, like, to actually take her out to places. But when she was by herself at home you and mean, not take, with when him. You, when you say take her out, you mean provide her reassurance? Not not even that. It's like take her out on vacation, just be with her, pretty much, like hang out, reassurance. Yeah, but when she was by herself, she would often do that to the point where it was actually affecting her academically. Um, she had a hard time going to college or taking classes because she she actually was known to have like anxiety attacks in the middle of class. Damn! Like she would start crying or start like you know getting a little bit of outbursts with the rest of her classmates. Uh, for no reason. So um, it, it was difficult. Like when I heard that, and um, it, it was, I was very, very shocked. Have they gone? Uh, have they tried like therapy and stuff? Well, like that? What I, was I don't, I don't believe so. But the breakup was really bad because I guess her mom also suffered from it too. She also suffered from anxiety attacks. I'm that guessing may have it's been like familial. Yeah, I, I think it was hereditary. But um, the breakup was bad. He get he actually um played a. Met, um, a voicemail on his phone for me one day. She was crying so loud in the background, and it was her her mom calling my brother. Her mom was crying on the phone too, saying, "Please come back. I need help. My my daughter needs help. She needs you. I can't do this without you." 
I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, even her mom was Susie, begging my brother. are you thinking brother. the same thing that I'm thinking? What? All right, we'll wait after. Go ahead. Tell anyways, yeah, she was literally crying and begging my brother to come back to her. And then my, the funny thing is, uh, I know as fucked up as it sounds, her, um, her dad was in the background. He's like, stop crying. You're fine. <laughs> oh, my like, God. He's, he's one of those people who are like, he's a typical Asian dad where he's like, yeah, yeah. Nah, he's, he's fine. She's just like overreacting. But it was just both both of them crying on, on the phone. And um, I think I think one day he actually did tell me like she she faked suicide, oh, like geez. she she said she was gonna like kill herself and stuff, but it, it was it was fake. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, actually no, you know what? I'm just gonna stop it right there. <laughs> it gets wild, but yeah. but the question is, would you be with someone yeah. who's mentally unstable for for as long as the relationship they were with? I was like, I was I was very. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of upset because I thought they were going to go the distance. But, yeah, my question is, like, for for people out there who do have a significant other going through this as well, like, what's what's your, your limit? Like, would you guys stay and help them through a relationship? Because I feel like I feel like it does depend on your your level of um, commitment to your partner. Yeah. And how much your, you love them and your mental strength, because yeah. I think that, for that your too. brother, he was at his limit. Yeah, yeah, but it, yep. I'm surprised he they didn't try to go through professional help because that sounded really bad, though. Yeah, it sounds really bad. Like you're describing about how um, she was struggling to, you know, go to classes for college and stuff because yeah. she would have like outbursts mm-hmm. in the middle of class. Like that's kind of like in the medical world, what we say, like it's affecting her like um, activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to that point. Um, you really need to seek professional help. Um, yeah. There's kind of no way to get out of that without seeking professional help, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I would definitely, if it was like the beginning stages, and um, I noticed that in my partner, I would definitely think um, I would stay and at least try to help them get help be there as, as a as a support but if they were unwilling to get help and they kept getting worse mm-hmm. and whatnot I it probably would bring me to a breaking point because sometimes people who do suffer from mental illnesses even though it's bad they don't think that they have a problem mm-hmm. and they don't want to get help and you can't really force someone to get help I would say until they're willing to go and get help and it's true and so if it was someone who didn't want to get help i don't think i'd be able to to take that on for the long haul that's true and to to add more context um he actually was very stressed out because of work and the fact that he was trying to get a place for himself to live Mm -hmm. so he was going through all that plus the um, because it it also yeah it sounds like it was like not only affecting her quality of life but it's starting to affect your brother's quality of life mm-hmm. too and when that rubs off on your partner yeah it's tragic but yeah yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm the same with Susie. like I, I would try until you know and if they don't want help at that point it's like I can't do much anymore and it's like I can't be in this situation and be in this relationship where it's gonna like mentally break me down 
It is hard though because you also don't want to leave someone in their moment of exactly. weakness like that that's because it, it may come across to them as that you're giving up yeah. Yeah. on them. I'm pretty sure that's what he felt too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's a really hard sometimes to mm-hmm. step away. Yep. How about you, Kay? They ever thought of like maybe doing something different other than missionary, like maybe doggy style or something like that, like, like All spice the up their sex life or yeah. maybe like that. <laughs> an, an inflatable castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like maybe like try a bounce house, try fucking in a bounce house or like maybe have a quickie inside of a changing room or something like that. That shit might help. <laughs> All right. Wait, let's, uh, what, what do you think she have? All right, I'm gonna get serious. Yeah, what do I think she have, Susie? I think I'm pretty sure she's diagnosed with depression. Depression? Um, it's either well, it's either depression, right? The fact that she needs reassurance and things like that, right? I thought it was like kind of like a like a trauma, maybe like like a trauma, like a trauma, right? It's it's hard because like. We're not professionals in that Sonic. area, yeah. so we can't really diagnose. Because the thing, the thing that it. like me and Susie, that's why I looked at Susie in a while. I was wondering, it's like, I wonder if she's on like Prozac or Celexa or like well, Butrin. Or she actually was on medication. Yeah, oh, see, that's what I was thinking. I think yeah. I, I, I yeah. thought like yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, um, no, no. You can I I thought it was either like dementia or schizophrenia, one of those two. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not a professional. Yeah, well, it's hard for us to even, none of us are licensed professionals. And it's also like the fact that. Well, in that area. Yeah, in that <laughs> area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, too, is like um, the fact that not not also that she's not even diagnosed, but it's, it's the downside is she's in an Asian family. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of like, Susie, you agree with me, a lot of Asian parents, like the, the parents, they kind of like, they kind of feel as if like the, most of the, the like depression or stress type of thing that people go through in life like kind of like what that girl's dad was going through like saying to her yeah it's like they they kind of blow off um chemical imbalance Mm -hmm. as if it's not a real thing right right yeah yeah so that's that's what i was trying to get at yeah because like i'm pretty sure that's what she is going through yeah that's that's what i was trying to relate to Susie. it's like the parents is throwing off this chemical imbalance yeah like i mean and i'm not sure like you said like she you thought maybe she was on some sort of medication. Like, we don't know the details about that. But mm-hmm. the one thing that I, I do know is depending on what medication she was on, some especially if it's like an antidepressant. Yeah. Antidepressants do have like a warning that it can actually worsen mm-hmm. your depression if you have it. It can also make you get fatter. Yeah. Weight <laughs> <laughs> gain. Oh, um, shit. I should take it. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, like literally like every single antidepressant has like what's called a black box warning, which is like it's used for depression and it's used to help depression, but it can also worsen your symptoms. So if you're feeling suicidal or if you're having like worse symptoms of depression, you need to tell like your doctor ASAP so they can switch you because that's not good. Yeah, because not every single antidepressant works the same, such as uh, Zoloft, um, Prozac, Celexa. And I know I'm probably naming things off that that majority of the listeners don't understand. <laughs> Susie's like laughing. Well, like unless you guys are pharmacists, yeah. Because me and Susie have been spending our years in pharmacy, so we kind of like kind of understand this. But not every single um, antidepressant works for everyone. Yeah. There's not like that one golden one. It's, it's like it's, trial and error. Exactly, kind of exactly like it's exactly like birth control yep. too. Yeah, it's trial and error for girls. 
LLL, just like birth control and just like antidepressants, they will have different type of like effect on a person according to a person, mm-hmm. you know? And for her, I feel even though she is on medication, she might not be on the one that is kind of like communicating well with her body mm-hmm. and whatnot. However, with the medical and science aside, right, um, from your brother, um, your brother who isn't on that, it's, it's, it's not something majority of us is kind of um, conditioned to understand and take care mm-hmm. of. It's things such as like suicidal thoughts, depression, and even bullying too, like cyberbullying and all that stuff. It's not something most society nowadays we're kind of geared to kind of like and be conditioned to kind of handle. Yeah. Um, so for him, he, he's taking this on completely blindfolded, your brother. And your brother, um, for him to kind of just quit, I can, I'm, I'm not justifying whether he quit is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Six years into it, and you've been trying to be at it with this person, trying to fix them. And they don't wish to seek um, professional help. I understand 100% that why he quit. You know what I mean? He he did, he can't look at it as if like he didn't try his best. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's more it's it's a it's the girl's the the person who's diagnosed with this. He, it's her problem. He did it, try it, it really is. Work. Yeah, he he tried. He can't look at it as if like he quit. He can't look at it as like all these people who's applying pressure on him as if he he did anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, I, I, and, I I forgot to sorry to interrupt. I forgot to mention this. He actually broke up with her twice. Yeah, the no, first time well, actually was you know, if, because if, of the- if this ever goes to your older brother, yeah. right, or anyone at all, I, I just want to say, look, always remember, none of us are professional mm. licensed therapists or anything like that of the sort. If you feel as if or you know someone who needs help, please, please remember, these are just our thoughts and our opinion. That means take it with a grain of salt. It also means don't take it to heart. It also means these are just our thoughts and opinions. So do not apply it as if we're telling you the correct 100% way of how to live a life. Yeah, that's right? true. So I just want to say that to anyone, including your brother, who might listen to this at all. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of breaking down the content that's in front of us. And we're just going to talk about it among each other. Yeah. So with with that, be um, what your brother is going through, I can understand and kind of relate to that too. Because I have been there with people a lot of people who just kind of feel as if they don't really feel as if seeking professional help is like the correct choice or more like it's too much of a choice or the the one that i do notice they don't know how to go about and do it Mm. right and and it's also a pride thing and a shame thing that they feel as if i don't want to admit there's something wrong with me yeah that's the biggest one right there in quotations a lot of people don't want to feel as if there's something wrong with them Right. That's true. So that's that's coming from her. From your from your brother's perspective, it's more of like, look, you did the best you can. You can't help people who don't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to say to your brother. Right. You and do not let the pressure of the other people um, get to you because you did the best you can. Right. That's true. And it's, you, it's that's that's pretty much it that I want to say to your brother. Um, the and the other part of the question that I noticed that you do ask me, would I stay with anyone? Um, who has that like mental condition? Um, I had plenty of times, you know. Um, I had been with a significant other where she was diagnosed with like kind of this like hereditary um, depression, mm. 
and uh, where she kind of like feels as if in her life she would be upset, but doesn't have a reason to be upset. Yeah, like at all, she's just naturally upset. Like they they did things such as putting her on like Selexa or um, antidepressants, right? They put her on antidepressants and stuff like that. I I stick by her. I I try my best to be like the perfect fucking boyfriend or like you know in her dreams husband um just the one guy who never left her and did everything she possibly could and i did everything i possibly could i couldn't fix what's in like i couldn't fix what's in, inside of her mm-hmm. like i couldn't i couldn't no matter what i couldn't alter her dna i couldn't like change what was the chemical imbalance that me and susie was talking about i couldn't i couldn't fix it the worst part is is that she had too much pride, I guess you can kind of say, or she was too ashamed that she feels as if she needed um, to go to a doctor to kind of fix herself or go to a therapist to fix herself. And I actually, honestly, I didn't bring it up to her to do that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to fix her myself. You know what I mean? Um, because I, under, I, I just kind of agree the fact that she doesn't want to do it that way. So I tried to do it our way and my way, and it didn't work. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I quit just like your brother did. I quit. Do I, do I feel awful? Do I feel like this grief? The grief is really, really fucking hard to get over. It really is. Till this day, I still regret the fact that I was the one guy who I wanted to make her feel like I would be the one who will never quit on you. Right. And I quit on her. Mm-hmm. I, I have that grief every single day. However, however, um, selfishly, uh, you kind of have to be a little bit selfish in this world to kind of navigate through life and make it through your own. Yeah, especially if you're young. Like, there's a lot of pressure just being put on you. No, I mean, this is something and, uh, that even people who are married for over 40, 50 yeah, years, the, they'll still go through. The thing is, you don't really know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Let's say it was your first relationship and this happened. There's no real way of, like, knowing how to handle it correctly. If yeah. any at all. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, I am happy where I am currently in life. Yep. And so is she's somewhat happy with someone else who's deal- helping her deal with all this situation. I know my situation. brother's happy, yeah. Yeah. Like he, I'm pretty sure deep down he's yeah. still in, in, in agony. Yeah, like that grief, you'll always it's hold six, it. You'll, six yeah. or seven years. Yeah. You know, you'll always hold it against you. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, or, or kind of like still hold it inside, but at the same time, you also have to look at it as you tried the best you could in your current situation. Yep. You you really did try it. Yeah. And that's the best way I can kind of try to explain to other people about like when you love someone, mm-hmm. you can still be in love with someone and not be the guy that they end with end up with at the end. Yeah. Cause to me, like I still love my ex, right? Even though I'm not the guy she ended up with at the end. You know what I mean? I, I still love her and I wish the best for her. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to have that kind of vibe overwhelms your heart on top of the grief that the fact that you were the one who gave up. Mm-hmm. But you gave up trying, though. See? You can't really say you didn't do anything. Like, yeah, you did you try. You, yeah, you did try. And so to, a message to anyone who is in this predicament is like, hey, like, look, you tried. At least you tried. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done in my situation. So whether I would whether I would want to be with anyone who's mentally unstable, yeah, I, I I still would. I would still try my best to be and provide them like any possible way that we can resolve this situation inside of them. 
Mm-hmm. And and if I couldn't do it, right, um, I can walk away knowing that I tried. That's my answer to that's the question. That's all you really can do. Yeah. yeah, that's my answer to the question. Mm-hmm. Damn, that is deep. That was deep. Yeah. But I feel like it needed to be heard. Yeah. For all the listeners out there who are going through the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes you can't fix chemical. <laughs> Sometimes you can't fix chemical imbalance. They do need to seek professional help. Mm-hmm. No matter how stubborn, how arrogant they are, it, it has to be done. Mm-hmm. So this request comes from Natalie, who is a Twitch streamer. Hey. And, yeah, and she heard from us from a different Twitch streamer. So thank you so much for sharing our content. Oh, damn. Yeah, appreciate it. And Natalie, what she say? Hey, guys. Hi. What is some? (laughs) Hi. Hi. What fantasy world, anime, video games, shows, or anything like that at all? Stories that's basically non uh, that's fiction that you guys would want to live in. Pokemon, gotta catch you. And why? (laughs) You would live in Pokemon. I love the Pokemon world. That'd be great. Having animals fight each other. Right. And get money for it. Yo. (laughs) Yo, those kids be rich at the end of the game. (laughs) Tell me not. You get like millions of, what what the fuck it's called? Zenny or some shit? I I don't know. At the end of the game. Yo, you defeat the Elite Four and they pay you. That's fucking crazy. Every person you fight, they pay you. Yeah, I know, right? It could be a random stranger down down the street. It's like, they give you like a hundred bucks for beating them. Like, damn, you beat all my bugs, all my metapods. And if you lose, um, I guess they knock you out and you, you wake, wake up at, in the hospital or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, you just got to pay the bills for the hospital. No, it's free. No, it's free. The hospital, is it? the Pokemon Center is free, dude. Yo, oh, free shit. healthcare. Let's go. <laughs> healthcare. Oh, shit. Man, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to sound way better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, fucking Pokemon. Susie, where would you live in? I'm a, watch this, I'm, I'm watch this who says Harry Potter. All right, no, I'm I'm, what would you live in? Um, see. Harry Potter. <laughs> hey, Potter. <laughs> For animes. Love your song. It could be anime, video games, anything that you feel. Animes, usually, like, I, I, I love the, um, like, um, reborn to another world or like fantasy like life where, where, you, where you could become like <laughs> <laughs> no no you want to be in debt you want to be in debt to some rodent no Susie's probably like oh my god and you know what I'm gonna go to this guy's house I'm gonna dig I'm gonna dig up a bunch of all these holes around his house cause he's too much me. like real life he, I can't he stood me up all day he stood me up all day so I'm gonna dig all these holes I'm gonna build a fence now he can't get out of his house and he just me up. It's like I hate one of just my villagers. I'm just keep keep slapping them with my net so right, they can yeah. leave. Stupid. Do you really want to live on an island with a bunch of animals <laughs> no. and in debt? <laughs> no, I don't want to owe Tom Nook anything. To hit trees for a living. <laughs> Shit. It's not any funny. I'm sorry. I mean, what were you saying? What would you want to live in? Uh, basically, like a fantasy world where you could become like an adventurer. And join a guild to pick and one. Like so like it's well, majority what it's just like the in general. Oh, can world like that fantasy dragon land and yeah. medieval armor and magic. So yeah. he wants to Actually, Harry Potter. Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Harry Potter. Really no, no, Lord of the Ring. Yeah. Oh, Lord of the oh, Ring. Shit, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Damn, Elder Scroll type of lifestyle. Yeah, that's too depressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't mind Lord of the Rings, but they don't have a, a sewer system. <laughs> the, you know? the they one, have toilets. The one anime that I would never want to live in as my world is fucking real life. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> Yo, fuck that shit. Don't even. Imagine being don't even super... Oh, don't my even. God. Which one's real life again? This poor soul that keeps Rem? dying over and over. Rem and oh, no. Remy. Rem, Rem. Oh, okay. No, I know it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remu. Yeah. Remu. So hear me out. I thought you were going to say Dark Souls. Like, what, what if... <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, what, what, All right. So hear me out. Like, what if I get to live in the life of the golden boy? Who's that? What is that? You don't know the golden boy? All right. How about like uh, uh, Windows hentais? You want to be a Windows hentai? Uh, oh, <laughs> imagine I get to... Imagine Well, you're, you're on someone's desktop. What? What hentai? No, is I don't there know, a specific there one? one? Where I can have like a tentacle. You're supposed to choose a... I gotta <laughs> pick one. Yeah, you gotta pick one. It says Black Bible, uh, Night Shift Nurse. Um, <laughs> don't La, say Kuro Inu. La Blue Girl. <laughs> oh, oh, don't say La Blue. It's fucking cursed. Jesus. Just imagine that. <laughs> imagine I was the brother that they they that you know they had to move into the house and stuff like that, and that they had to. So they had to every all, fucking hentai in the world. Though. Yeah, and they had to bang me. And you, no, it's, you have to bang your stepsisters or probably your mom too. Yeah, and the mom. Yeah, don't forget the mom. The <laughs> uh, mom's not getting away. Wow. Oh uh, imagine that. I don't uh, want to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no. go, so, Golden Boy is a Japanese sex comedy. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's why you see. He actually searched up the Golden Boy? Yes, because <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I need to know what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. I said this as a joke. Whatever. <laughs> I said imagine mm-hmm. I just wanted you guys to think about it right the the type of life that I would want to live kind of like in, in a fantasy world in a fantasy world um I mean it's funny because Jay was like he said it as a joke but like uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh world I wouldn't mind that that's kind of funny like that's kind of cool but it's also funny damn you want to be sent to the shadow realm no, I just like I like playing games and playing cards. That should be like, pretty dope. You have the little dual thing on your wrist, and yeah, and then like you see holograms the holograms, and you're playing. And then and life is kind of pretty much balanced if you're not involved with fucking Yugi and yeah, that yeah, 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 Kaibo yeah, over there trying to get sent to shadow <laughs> all the fucking time. No, my ass be like, you can't do that shit. I'm like, I got a, I got a Kokonami. That's that's against the rules. <laughs> like that's you know, true. like um, but I mean that is cool, but that's not the world I want to live in. I would want to live in like. If it was like a video game, I kind of like, uh, like Final Fantasy Online. Oh, Final Fantasy is actually a good world to live in. Yeah, that, Fantasy, that's yeah. that's yeah, like the I fantasy. Would, I would want to live. I would want to live like kind of in a Final Fantasy, one of their worlds, probably like an online world if I had to, mm-hmm. and just go out explore. I could change my job if I wanted to. If I want to be a hunter and perform magic, or like you know, be a paladin, fantasy, fantasy like. Like Dark Harry Knight, Potter, Dark yeah, but I could, I could just, I could just kind of like, yeah, like Harry, like Harry Potter, I guess you kind of say. But, but Final Fantasy has all of it, you know. If I wanted to summon, I could be a summoner, and then like, and I can heal whenever I want to and stuff like that. I, I just like that type of world, and then like, and kind of like discovering and learning about like the history and all that stuff about that. Everything is kind of like magical, mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of say. Uh, Welcome to my world. Too bad you can't heal relationships. <laughs> Anyways, this, oh, damn. <laughs> Anyways, I know what you mean. Woo. Yeah, I mean like Final Fantasy Online. I'll I'll, I'll I'll pick that. I will live in Final Fantasy Online. I don't know what I'll be. Probably an elf. I don't fucking know. 
I was thinking Star Wars, but there's what the fuck? Jay's oh, that's a good one. That, that's oh, a that's a good one. one. Yeah. You could be a yeah. bounty yeah. hunter. But I want to be a Jedi. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I will be a Jedi. The you get to travel the, the universe. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you have the force. And just have fucking spaceships that bring me to different worlds all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That would be fly interesting. Any little anywhere in the galaxy. And have a lightsaber. My lightsaber will be purple. I, hey. I think that shit is gangster. I have a purple <laughs> lightsaber. They're like, oh, what side is he on? <laughs> Oh, he's fucking purple. What the fuck? <laughs> What's purple? I don't know. He doesn't identify? I don't know. <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> he's non-binary. It's a new thing, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Jedi uses blue and green. Yeah, but if I had to choose, I would choose a color. I would just choose purple. Yeah. All right, Susie, <laughs> where, where, where are you living in? Huh? Don't say Animal Crossing. <laughs> she's going to be a pop Hello. You pick Animal Crossing? No. Oh, my God. Um, I... I honestly don't really know, like, for a fantasy, like, where I would, if I had to get stuck in one, like, where I would, like, ideally want to be. I think the one that's the most interesting to me, though, is there's a Korean drama. It's called W, and it's basically about parallel universes. I think that's pretty cool. Hmm. So. Hmm. All right, so W, Korean drama? Yeah. It's definitely, like, the parallel universe is definitely not, like, <laughs> Great place, but whatever. <laughs> I thought one of you guys was gonna say like Marvel or some shit. Wait, that that place is kind of a disaster. Marvel universe, that's interesting. But only if you were a superhero. Oh, then again, they have a shitty lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, this purple guy snapping people out of existence. So, yeah. Probably not. Probably be in a Marvel universe, but you have powers. It's kind of like if you were in the Vampire Diaries or the originals, and you were a vampire. What's, yeah. the, what's the Vampire Diaries? The TV show. Okay, if you are a vampire that. living in the real world. Okay, not the Twilight vampires, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, not, not those sparkly yeah, lives. Not, not those sparkly ones. Yeah, that shitty lives. That, I don't want to be a vampire. Well, you're th- thinking about it so hard, huh? Because I would be Jacob. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I wouldn't be a vampire. I would be Jacob. I would be a werewolf. Mm. Stuff like that. You don't want to sparkle. <laughs> I'm not really big on sparkling. I would need like really pale skin. I'm tan, so I actually asked you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Because it's a new year, what is some of your goals or any goal you could think of that you kind of want to accomplish this year? Find a house for my mom, and get my cosmetology license. If COVID doesn't shut down that shit. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good goal. So, so pretty both. solid. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Mine's pretty shit. So I have a house already. I just want to paint the back pad. That's the goal for the year. No, like, Jake, on the Jake back build pad. a helicopter pad. Yeah, it's, it is a helicopter pad, but I got to like rent. <laughs> yes, Haru, what do you want? I got to repaint it. Like the, the paint chips are falling off. There's mold. Uh, but work on the lawn pretty much. I mean, I'm sorry, not the lawn, the backyard. So you want to fix up your house a bit. That's yeah, your goal for the year. Yeah. That's, that's being a homeowner. <laughs> it's still a goal for the year. Biggest know? one right now is um, converting oil to gas. Mm, yeah, it's a process. Expensive. It's a fucking process. But yeah. And get rich. <laughs> Everyone wants to get rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, For me, I don't really have like a super big goal. Because... Um, Recently, in the past month, I got a new job. So I guess just to be successful in that. Well, you okay? Haru's goal is to be a good girl. 
It's failing miserably. Haru's goal oh, yeah. is to make sure you don't face emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> My last year goal was to be more spontaneous, which I did do that. I accomplished that. This year was this. I mean, this year I didn't think I won, but um, if I really have to think, I think this year I kind of want to be more hard on myself because I've noticed I've been slacking off and becoming like too easy on myself um, and too lenient on myself. So I think this year I want to like kind of collect myself and be more focused on doing things um, and be hard on myself because I've been kind of excusing some of my personality traits. I think that's my goal. So I guess, I guess, the best way I can say is like be more hard on myself. That's one of it. The, the other one is to remove more people out. I because I feel as if I'm around too many people that I've been focused on too many people that I need to start focusing more on myself. So I want to be more um, focused on myself because I haven't been, and I've noticed that, and I've been losing myself, giving myself to other people. And this year, I kind of want to focus more. It's like, no, I'm just going to just, majority of the time, just focus on myself, remove people if I feel like it, or just just in general. Not not because I'm a dick or anything like that. You're well, a dick. Even if they, yeah, even if strong. people think I am a dick, I just don't <laughs> care. Like, I need to tell myself that, like, I just don't care. I need to start actually, like, just be more, pay more attention to myself because I'm not. That's my goal. Pay more right. attention to myself, I guess. On he says he wants to be more hard on himself. Uh, look at the dime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you hard. <laughs> <laughs> but from In the Great Podcast, this is coming from Gay. I wish you guys have a great and prosperous New Year's. Happy New Year's. Anyway, Happy New Year's, everyone. Hope you guys have... Uh, Something good going on for this year. And let's all look at this year as something positive and move and work on yourself. If you guys have any problems, reach out to us. We'll cover it. This is Aing signing out. And don't forget to follow my Instagram at O-H-I-T-S-A-N-H. O-H-I-T-S-A-N-H. He did the signing out without. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm, I'm impressed. Okay, all right, Jay, go ahead. What up? It's your boy, Jay, aka Kimchi Puppy. <laughs> Brand new. Brand new. 2022. Dolly. Coming at you. So, thank you all for listening. You know, and uh, yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, Feliz Nuevo Año. Uh, Gonzi Fatai. Um, Tanjobi Omedato. Tanjobi, that's happy birthday. <laughs> Is it? Oh, fuck, you're right. Happy birthday. <laughs> if it's your birthday, yeah. Um, there you go. Omedato. Omedato. Tanjobi Omedato. No. Oshogatsu Omedato. Okay, shit. I forgot the word. Um, <laughs> I'm so used to saying it. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, thank you all for keeping it spicy. And we hope to hear more, way more um, comments from all the listeners. And thank you all for supporting us once again. This is Jay signing out. Remember, keep it spicy. Stay safe, y'all. Or I'm coming for what it is.
Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. We made it to 2022. Hopefully, uh, it's a better year. I don't know, though. We'll see. Um, Anyways, thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll be back next week. Susie, signing out. Uh, hello? Oh. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> oh, we forgot K. Oh, shit, we totally forgot about him. <laughs> He wasn't in the room. <laughs> All right, K, go on. Remember, <laughs> listeners, to in the great podcast to always stay gray. Happy just New Year! Can, just cancel it out from there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, let's keep this in. No, we'll keep this you idiot! In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're keeping this in. He's the one that started the music. So I'm like... Yeah, oh, I was man. like... I heard it, too. I was like, did he just start the fucking music? <laughs> we're keeping this in. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Later, guys. Later, guys. <laughs>